With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. Davey, don't look so excited. We are here for our starts and sits of the week. We have everyone here tonight, including Dirtbag Dave, whenever he decides to hop on. I see him in the background with his phone, like the Joker, walking around. <laughs> it's very it's very confusing. I don't understand why this man cannot find his computer charger. But here we are. It's 2021. So, Davey, what's up, man? What's going on? I had a good week in football. I'm ex- you know, excited to talk to Finn today because I, I racked up some D- uh, DFS wins this week. So I'm excited to get my uh, DFS advice on this week with Finn. So that'll be dope. Okay. Hey, Dave, if you can hear me, give me a thumbs up when you're ready to come on, buddy. There he is. <laughs> and he's out because he has his TV turned up all the way like usual. It's like he's never recorded a podcast before. I don't know, Dave. Give me a thumbs up when you're done watching TV. Uh, we got our starts and sits of the week along with Finn, <laughs> our DFS expert. Uh, yeah, last week was awesome, man. You cashed. I saw your. I was looking at your phone, going, "Man, like you're gonna make like a million dollars this weekend." Nuts, dude. I I got. I don't know. I got kind of lucky, but I I I had Tony in all my lineups, uh, which was awesome. Um, speaking of, he may. Okay, yeah, he is in our starts <laughs> and sits this week. Will he be a starter or a sit? I guess you'll see. Do you want to get right to it, or do you want to talk about? Because we're waiting on Dave to get here, and we'll, we'll got to fill a little bit of time. Um, the, the Monday night game because we didn't record. We recorded during Monday night football. We Jonathan did. Taylor. Jonathan we recorded Taylor. Went at, nuts. I think it was our fault. We recorded right at halftime, and that's when everything, the entire game, changed after halftime. So I'm, I'm blaming us, uh, and as well as all Colts fans should just blame us. Totally our fault for going live uh, during halftime there and bring in the bad juju but yeah uh lamar ugh. i mean i wanted the colts to win and that was just that hurt i, w- I wanted that, the colts to win for my family for justin that, for that Jacob. game hurt my that game hurt my soul like you leave that game and you're just like why does is anyone on that team going to even want to play this week after that like that was just yeah it was horrible yeah it was sickening man let's try dirtbag dave one more time the there DD. he is. The what DD. is up, Dirtbag Dave? Nothing. Go on. Go, apparently, you don't need me, so go ahead. I, oh, we need you. That's <clears> why we want you here. You just had your TV. You were in the fucking movie theaters. First of all, I told you I'll be on in one minute and you start the show. You couldn't wait one fucking minute? Fuck off. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yes, I kept the TV on on purpose loud just for you. So. You, you really did it on purpose? Of course yeah. I did. I walked down the stairs and I kept the TV up. <laughs> this is our life with Dirtbag Dave. It's awesome. Hey, Dave, uh, we're here to talk about our starts and sits of the week. Are you prepared for it, for it, buddy? Are you prepared for Finn? 
I'm always prepared. All right, well, let's start, man. Let's start with our starts and sets of the week. Uh, Dave, I want you to kick it off since you're so prepared. Give me one. We're going to do one start and one set each because we don't want to give the whole article away. One each. Got it. One each. Got to leave a little sneak. Pick your favorite, Dave. I know I have. I know. Who's my second? Oh, you know what? All right, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Daryl Williams. I'm gonna go with Daryl Williams because he, I mean, running back position already sucks. So if you picked him up, you probably need him. You're gonna start him. You don't have Ceh. He's gonna get most of the work. I don't know if he'll have a huge game. I don't expect a huge game, but I think he'll have a solid game playing Washington. Washington, Washington's so bad. So yeah. start up Daryl Williams. He'll get. He should get the catches. He'll get all the work. If Mike Davis can get 11 against Washington. Yeah, right. If Zach Moss can get 18.1 against them, I'm feeling pretty good about Darrell Williams this week, too. I'm, I'm liking it. Uh, yeah, with the running back scene right now, it's just so rough. It you're, is surprising, You're pulling at though. strings, especially with the buys starting this week and everything, man. Darrell Williams, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I picked him up where I could. I had him over Booker just because it seems like he's, you know, he's in a better offense and he's going to last a little longer with CEH's injury. So I'm here for the Darrell Williams love. I plugged him in this week because I got Kamara on a buy. So come on, Darrell Williams. Nice. Yeah. Buys are here and injuries are hitting hard and it's getting thin out there. You're starting Daryl Williams. I think, um, Dave, I think you wrote in the article, insert Clyde Edwards alert analysis here because it doesn't matter who's on that offense. They're going to score fantasy points or at least have a chance to score fantasy points. They're going to get so, the opportunities and that's exactly. what you want. But Washington, like they suck, but I think they're ninth top 10 against the run this year. But that's because they do give up a lot of passes to running backs, but the rushing yards not not so uh, much, not so many rushing yards. Yeah, they just gave up to thirty one to Alvin Kamara, dropped them to fourteenth uh, overall. So they're middle of the pack right now. Okay, middle of the pack, good for them. Davey, give me your start of the week. I start, my man. Not a homer pick at all, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he. I love man. it. Gotta love it, dude. He's a <clears> man. Uh, he had a little bit of a tweaked ankle and probably a hurt fist after he punched that helmet last week, but. <laughs> He's been a full participant at practice this week. It's a good thing, considering the Giants don't have much else. It does look like Shepard is going to be back this week. I kind of like that for Tony, actually. Kind of open up the field a little more. Make him cover at least one other person on the offense other than Tony. Uh, So Shepard does look like he's going to be back this week. Slayton is still a question mark. We're going to wait and see. looks like he might practice tomorrow. But with those two guys out the past two weeks, we've seen Kadarius Tony. The rookie that was MIA, he was on milk cartons. All of a sudden, he's back. He burst onto the scene, looking electric in space, racking up the 43.5 points in those last two games. Now that the cat is out of the bag, the Giants really have no choice but to continue feeding this guy the ball. I mean, what? even Jason Garrett can't mess that up too bad, right? Hopefully. Um, Daniel Jones, questionable for this week. I was going to say, is Danny Dimes playing? Is, um, it seems is Gallagher's like- out too, right? Galladay's out for sure. Yep. Uh, looks like Shepard's going to be back. Slayton is questionable. It's looking like it's going to come to game time on him. And uh, Daniel Jones also going to be a game time call. They are optimistic, kind of like the Teddy situation last week, that he's going to be able to pull through in time for the game. So we'll see. Even with Mike Glennon under center, I don't think they have much of an option other than throw the ball to Kadarius Tony. I could not agree more. I'm worried about. I'm worried about Jason Garrett fucking shit up. I'm worried about Tony just being a two-week wonder. I traded him in a dynasty for a first-round pick, which I don't know if you could blame me for that. I sold super, super high. I got him in like late second round in that league in the rookie draft. So 
Or I mean, did he, you sell him low? What if he's this year's that, Justin Jefferson? That's what I'm afraid, but I wanted to make sure I secured a 2023 first-round pick because apparently 2023 is where all the rookies are going to be. 2022 draft apparently sucks, so that's why I wanted to secure one of those bad boys. Let's go to my start of the week. I don't know who to choose from. Um, you know what? I'm going to go tight end. I'm going to go tight end. Mike Kosicki against Jacksonville. This is a disgusting start of the week. I'm not really too happy about it. But with the bye weeks and with Kyle Pitts being out and Travis Kelsey getting banged up last week, you're not starting Gusecki over Travis Kelsey. But my point is, is things are getting thin out there. And Gusecki is playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have allowed the most touchdowns to tight ends in the league with four. You, um, I remember Davey telling me their other team, I think Moali Cox is playing them this week. They allow the most. Yeah. No, they're number two. They're yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, Houston. Jacksonville is definitely number one. They're terrible. Tua is should be back in London. Um, it's most likely it's like Miami and Jacksonville play in London every year, apparently, and it sucks, but it is what it is. Uh of course to a little pansy ass bitch is like, <laughs> Oh wait, the team's going to London? I want to go. I'm feeling better, bro. I'm feeling good. I'm good like, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to go to London. <laughs> like we get some crates. Yeah. You know, hey. uh, <laughs> yeah. Um Gusecki is top ten in a lot of tight end snaps. <laughs> crepes, so, dude. Crepes. <laughs> what crepes, right? Crepes are fucking French, bro. What wait, that's not England? No. England well, is... Oh, England is fish and chips, dude. I'm not cultured. There I'm you American. go. Fish and chips. All right. We are, good. We're literally from Tampa, the most uncultured city in America. So whatever. English have you ever chips. seen a have you ever seen a proper English breakfast? No, crepes. I've seen the... it's crepes apparently. <laughs> Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen continental breakfasts at like uh, uh, at hotels. Nah, don't, like, don't those continental breakfasts have no, like muffins man, and crepes? I, I went to the, no, yeah, no, it's not that. I went to this. I went to this place with like an English pub one time, soccer, <laughs> and I got a. I, they were like, "You want a full English breakfast?" I was like, uh, "Okay." I was just. Of course you do. I was like with some friends that like to watch soccer. Excuse me, football, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It was like super early World Cup, whatever that shit was, and I was just there to drink because why the fuck not. But uh, they were like, you want to order this traditional breakfast? I was like, okay, cool. Let's get this traditional breakfast. It had the we- it was the weirdest plate of food I've ever had in my life. It was in the middle of the plate was a big serving of baked beans, bro. Baked beans in the middle for of my breakfast? Life. For breakfast. Apparently, Listen, that's what they do for breakfast. Bro. I'm okay with baked beans in general, but I don't know if I want some for breakfast. <laughs> for breakfast, like with eggs. There was yeah, eggs, I'm not eggs feeling that. sausages, bacon, and then there was sliced like tomatoes around the plate. And then all of a sudden baked beans in the middle. And I was like, I don't even know. Did you just say, like, we, could, we couldn't figure out what we want. Did someone go to their, like, mom's fri- like, fridge stoned and was like, just pulled shit out and was like, this is, this is it. This I nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> Boom. And right, let me like, finish up it. with Gusecki. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Gusecki is, is number one in tight ends for uh, slot snaps with 133, by far number number one. He's fifth amongst tight end and targets overall. Uh, Gusecki is a great play, especially with Devontae Parker most likely missing, probably not even making the trip to London. No, and don't say that's, that. Bro. I mean, we all know why Gaskin got 10 targets last week because they had nobody else to throw it to. Uh, this week, look for where the, Gusecki. Where that is Waddle? Waddle's there. He's just uh, Brissette, Brisket. Brisket's not finding him, man. Brisket's terrible. Ugh. Trash. Start Gusecki over, you know, everyone. I like Gusecki Kelsey. a lot this week. All right, Dave, back to you, your sit of the week. Which one do I want to go with? I'm going to go with the guy that I don't I don't like him anyways, Tyler Lockett. Vince Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Shocking that he's disappeared over the last three weeks. I'm shocked, completely shocked. 
Um, now Geno Smith's in there. I mean, he's been getting targeted, but he's not that good. That's why he's just not been scoring points. So now you got Geno Smith. I don't know what you're shaking your head for. I, I wish mean, this was around the horn so I could just give you negative <laughs> points because he's good at football. He's a really good football player. I mean, he's better than, wise. like, me and you because, like, yeah, he's in the NFL, but, like, fantasy football, he's not good at it. Like, he's not good. Like, if I want a good fantasy football player, I don't draft Tyler Lockett. That's what I don't do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't want a guy that's going to have, like, you know, two awesome games and then just disappear for, like, the next month or two. So they got a new QB. Who knows how the offense is going to run. Geno Smith is not. Russell Wilson, it's a it's yeah. a bad recipe. And if he's gonna throw someone, I think he's throwing to DK. I think DK's gonna be okay. Plus, DK's actually like really good at football and at fantasy football. So I'm gonna say bench Tyler Lockett. <clears throat> DK is just as inconsistent. It's just not the highs no, and lows, dude. Like, he, I no, showed he's you. he gets doesn't go for fifty and then like three. He goes for like 20, 25. He's a very consistent. You're right. Like He's 20, very good. 25, and then like three, five. <laughs> no, he three. doesn't. Oh, no, he doesn't. Not, no, he doesn't. Show me those stats. Show me those stats. <laughs> I don't think he scored under 16 points this year. He's a fucking this monster. This only been idiot. five weeks. There's yeah, that's played. pretty good. You know yeah, what? I know Tyler Lockett has three that are under 10. I know that. Oh, I know that for sure because I did the <laughs> okay. research for you. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you don't need to do the research. I know that. I'm not fucking stupid. I see him not doing anything. Ever. Yeah, DK's not bad. DK, 16, 12, 23, 17, 27. I like that. No, I'm not saying this year, but last year we knew he was very inconsistent. In the very No, year. he was great at the start of the season, but he did start. He finished he, slow. You're right. He fell off, yes. <clears throat> that was my point. Davey, give me your sit of the week. My sit. Let's go with Mr. James Conner, okay? This guy's been hot. He's had a nose for the end zone lately. He's got five touchdowns in the past three games. If you're like me and believe that James Conner can't keep this kind of pace up, then what better week to project a dud for him than the week where he plays the Browns? This Browns defense allowing the fifth least amount of fantasy points to opposing running backs. They've allowed two rushing touchdowns to running backs so far this year. Two. This guy's bread and butter is rushing touchdowns. So not to mention Chase Edmonds is back. He's he's looking healthier this week. He's not questionable like he was last week. We, were, we weren't even sure if he's going to play last week. This week he's looking fine. He's in practice. Uh, I'm worried that Connor won't get the touchdown this week. And if Connor doesn't get a touchdown, what does he do? He scores 69 points, which is what almost every other running back except Austin Eckler has done against the Browns, <laughs> anyways. So I think James Connor is more in the line with the other running backs and not Austin Eckler. And if he doesn't get the rushing touchdown, he's going to be screwed. And I think the streak breaks this week, and he does not get the rushing touchdown. So is he the Adam Thielen of running backs? All, a lot of running backs are the Adam Thielen of running backs. Josh Especially Jacobs. James Conner. I hate Josh Jacobs. Yeah, James Conner, Josh Jacobs. Uh, Devontae Booker is going to be the same way. Like, all these running backs, where you're gonna, you know they're going to rush for 60 to 80 yards, but it's just all that matters is whether they get a touchdown or not because they don't catch any damn balls. Yeah. Speaking of Josh Jacobs, he is my sit of the week. He's my <clears> big <throat> sit of the week. I hate this guy so much. I roster him in a main league of ours, Dave, and you know I'm 0-5 in that league because of Josh Jacobs and my decisions to have him as my running back one. It was a disaster of a draft. But started off a, terrible and just kept going that way. <laughs> it was probably my worst draft of the year by far. And it's Look, in 2019, I went undefeated in that league, and now I'm 0 and 5. So my 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 fall off is like, well, that's I'm gonna correlate to Josh Jacobs. Uh, Josh Jacobs 2019 was fucking awesome. Like I think he averaged uh, 
Yeah, 4.8 yards per carry. In 2020, 3.9. And this year, 3.2. Has anyone fallen off more than like anyone ever at a running back position? He's only 23 years old. Uh, we've only seen three games of Josh Jacobs this year, though. So it kind of hasn't been a great sample size. But 3.2 for any starting running back in the NFL is completely trashed. If this was anyone else, I think I feel like we'd just be cutting him by now. I mean, we were ready to kill Gaskin. Josh, you said Josh Jacobs is 3.2 yards per carry? Yeah, it's true. Yards, two, it, yeah, it's that's what he does every. Awful. That's what he does every year, though. No, I just told you 2019, 4.8. Like there is a big decline right here, and yeah. it's not like they're stacking the box against him. I looked it up. He's only facing six people in the box per run. Six. Last time I checked, defensive lines had what seven in the box at all time with uh, linebackers <laughs> and defensive linemen. So I guess they don't respect Josh Jacobs at all. And why should they? He's not getting any separation. He's not finding the hole. Uh, he's getting touches. He's getting the targets. He had five targets. But what's he doing with the targets? I think his uh, yards per attempt with catching and rushing is like 3.4. It's god-awful. Maybe with the coaching change, things will get better. I keep on telling myself that for Josh Jacobs and Brian Edwards. Um, I want things to change in uh, Las Vegas. Hopefully they will. But this week, do not trust Josh Jacobs. You can sit him on the bench and start Daryl Williams any day of the week. Looks like uh, he was getting 21 touches per game last year on average. <laughs> and this year, Josh Jacobs is getting 16. So he's about five touches down. Uh, and whenever you're leaning on someone that depends on volume because they're inefficient like he is, yep, that's not good. Five, and, if taking away five out of 20 is not good. <laughs> that's that's and, a lot. And, and not, another, not to mention, Denver, they're playing Denver this week. And, and per PFF, they're rated second against the run and second rated tackling team on defense overall. This guy can't break a tackle. This guy can't juke. <laughs> I mean, guys, don't start. Jo- I mean, I know you drafted Josh Jacobs oh. in the fourth round. Just don't start. Dave, what are you watching? Hockey. <laughs> that was I, a I great goal. You. That was a great goal. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> that was an amazing goal. But um, anyways, you can't bench Josh Jacobs because there's no one else to start. That's well, if, the only you issue. Up, if you pick because up Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams or Josh Jacobs this week? Daryl Williams. Williams. It just yeah. sucks because as bad as he is, like you have to start him because he's like an RB two. But just yeah. don't just don't expect anything. Like I get it. I know what you're saying. But battle God, of the, like he's so battle bad. of the sits. James Con- James Connor or Josh Jacobs. <laughs> James. I would start Jacobs. No, because he gets more opportunities. Yeah, and he doesn't rely on the touchdown like Connor does as much as much. Well, I think <clears> yeah, Jacobs has what one touchdown this year, and that's his only po- game over. I think twelve points this year. I want to say. I mean, he's been bad, but I mean, I guess if you, the thing is, I think if you have Connor, you're hoping for a touchdown. At least Jacobs might get like he's going to get enough touches to where hopefully he can get you ten or twelve points. But yeah, and it was nice disgusting. to see that Cleveland gave up 40, 40 plus points last week, and maybe Arizona's offense is a little bit better than uh, than Las Vegas, and Arizona can at least move the ball. Uh, when you look at the Raiders, leftovers or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're not very efficient right now. They just lost their head coach. Their whole team's in shambles. I watched the whole entire press conference of every player defending John Gruden today. 
Um, and they, they're not in the game. They're really not. I had Darren Waller talk about 30 minutes, how he loves them, loves John Gruden, and he doesn't want him to go, but he understands why. Like The whole team is fucked right now, and I don't want to touch anyone on that team because their head's not in football. Their head's in you know, their personal lives. Not this know. week, yeah. I think eventually they'll be all right, but you're right. This week. Yeah, but I this wouldn't. week it's total distraction, you know, total. Everyone, everyone. What, yeah, what, what huge distraction. Yeah. Um, well, that's enough for our starts and sits of the week. We have an article dropping tomorrow with the rest of our starts and sits. This is where we transition into DFS. We have our buddy Finn. Let me grab my He's winning us money. Finn, give me a thumbs up if you're ready to join us. He's ready hey, to What happened in. to, like, the other thing we were doing? Davey, Davey declined. Davey declined. Fuck, he said he's not doing Davey. it. Fucking <laughs> He said he's not doing it. Fucking Davey. What's going on, Finn, our DFS expert? Listen, What's up, boys? Davey, we were watching football together, me and Davey, and Davey showed me his phone. He's got green bars on FanDuel on like 50 lineups. Oh. Like, Bro, you're making millions. What's up? He's like, I follow Finn. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just the green bars. Like, it was nice to see them all in the first all the way to the right on that first place spot like even i was like oh my i was like dude this could be the week this could be it he had a week last week he had a monster lineup last week and uh, i think it was all because of you hey do you want to tell us about how you adjusted from your wednesday lineup because you know we do the show wednesday night and how you got to your final lineup on sunday yeah um yeah so for me there was a couple of like must plays like guys actually played on both slates and you know as we talk usually pricing is very different so what is a great play on one site is not great on the other. So, like, we talked about Fournette on DraftKings. So freaking cheap on DraftKings for that volume. And, yeah, he hit. Um, I actually pivoted to Trey Lance on both sites at quarterback, which opened up a monster amount of salary. Um, you know, you could have been Dak, who I know we talked about. We talked about several quarterbacks. Daniel Jones, that was a bomb avoided there. Um, but, like, Trey Lance at 5,700 just opened it up. So, I had Trey Lance, Derrick Henry, Madison, Lamb, and uh, DeAndre. I'm sorry, Devontae Adams everywhere yeah. on both sites. And basically, if you had Henry, Madison, and Adams, you won last week. I mean, those three alone just were cheat codes. So I messed up with uh, not paying attention to the the Madison. Uh, I should have made the swap. Uh, I, I messed up not paying attention on that part for sure. That would have helped me uh, allocate some money to some other positions like quarterback, where I could have even scored more. And but yeah, I should have paid more attention to that um, closer to game time and made the switch, but I didn't. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things just kind of fell into place. Like Waddle, I loved Waddle last week, especially once you saw Fuller was out, Parker was out. You know, I heard you guys talking about him before I hopped on, but like, you know, the first Brissett's first week, Waddle had what like double digit targets. It was insane. He was just dinking, dunking into Waddle all day, and for whatever reason, like as soon as that news broke, him at 4800 on DraftKings, I was like, oh, that's an easy, easy, easy play. Um, and then Ricky Seals Jones, like I mentioned him on the podcast last week. I was like, doesn't need a lot to like hit value. I mean, he was, I think, I can't remember, 2,500 bucks, 2,500, five, five catches for 41 yards. Like, boom, he just went 4X, almost 4X is uh, his price. So it's such a low bar mm-hmm. for guys like that who are just blatantly mispriced. Same thing with Fournette, like him at 5,200, he's been getting the carries for a while. So for me, like once Lance, I, we knew for certain Lance was going to be the guy. Um, you know, he didn't really have a great game. He had 192 yards passing, but he had 89 yards rushing. So, I mean, I think it was like on 16 attempts too. So they were designing runs for him. You know, obviously I'd love to get more than 15. I think it was I've right here, 15, 5, 8 from my quarterback. But at 5,700, I can live with that because, uh, you know, it was just so, so cheap. But, yeah, Derrick Henry, Madison, and uh, Adams. If you didn't have those guys last week, you weren't cashing. And that was on both sites. So, yeah. 
Yeah, my only like main difference, I was still with Lance on um, FanDuel. I had Jacoby Myers as my third wide receiver on FanDuel. I had Gusecki actually as uh, my tight end on FanDuel. Then Damian Williams. So similar to how Fournette was just mispriced on DraftKings, Damian Williams was just mispriced on FanDuel. So for there, it was just figure out what I can get based off of, uh, you know, like the, the, the mispricing. So the core was the same. Uh, Henry, Madison, Adams, and then Lamb actually, and Lance, those were the same on both sites after that. And they were all kind of like similarly priced in that like Lance was still super low priced on FanDuel. So it opened up a lot. Um, I didn't need to go all the way down to Ricky Seals Jones on, on uh, FanDuel because I had a little extra cash. But, you know, I thought Jacoby Myers going against Houston with New England. Like I thought, you know, Four, four reception, 56 yards. I thought that would probably have been doubled for both, like eight for 100. I thought that was a pretty easy um, choice there. So that obviously that game didn't go the way we wanted. But no, all in all, I was texting you guys. Like I was pissed because all day Saturday I was at like a six-year-old birthday party um, <laughs> the whole entire day. And then my wife decided she wouldn't go to Costco on Sunday morning. And all of a sudden I'm looking, I'm like, oh, shit. I don't have like my normal volume. And I actually really like these lineups. And I'm scrambling last second. So just through like, you know, I had a busy week at work last week and then the weekends where I would typically sit down, I didn't do that. So I ended up playing maybe like a quarter of the volume I would typically play and like naturally end up smashing on both sides. So it's typically how it works. Like that's what they say. This is like a job. Like you just got to take the ups and the downs and like, you don't know when the good weeks are going to come. Um, but when they do, they're very, very good. So yeah. I'm not going to complain. I still easily doubled uh, and more on both sides, but yeah, just pissed. It wasn't the normal volume I would play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my, so we, my, my big miss last week was Chenault. He was so cheap on FanDuel. I was like, I got her. I just had to run with him. Um, luckily, most of my opponent, opponents felt the same way, and he ended up only scoring six points. So uh ended up kind of being a wash, but it seemed like he was kind of chalk for the week right there. Yeah, Josh, you you were – I know uh, you said like a core four from someone you follow. Like he was like pretty widely – uh mm-hmm. followed there and the same with kyler murray like i just didn't see the kyler murray um he's just so expensive like for me i would have played daniel jones over kyler murray uh, if trey lance hadn't been there dak was someone else i was kicking around dak ended up have, obviously having a monster game as well um i just didn't feel like you had to pay all the way up for kyler murray last week i felt like there was options that could give you pretty similar potential and production for a lot cheaper so that, that was one i just didn't kind of agree with across the industry yeah, <clears throat> okay. my uh, my wide receivers just went nuts, dude. Uh, Jamar Chase, Kadarius Tony, Devonta Adams, and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> so let me ask, <laughs> like, uh, I'm just curious. Like, you're a Giants fan. I'm a Giants fan. Like, how did you arrive on Tony? Uh, not having a lot of money and wanting someone cheap and just kind of filling them in. Um, I mean, obviously, we saw what he did the week before. It was still no Shepard, no Slayton again. Um. I, I, it just felt like if they didn't give them him the ball again and give him those opportunities, like, which was totally possible because I don't believe in Jason Garrett at all. Yeah. Uh, that you know, it just felt like the cat was out of the bag at the time, and it was it they weren't allowed to put it back in. You know what I mean? Like uh, us fans are like, where the hell is he? Where the hell is he? Where the hell is he? And then he finally shows up and he does what he did, and it was just, it was just, I don't know. Maybe it was homerism. Maybe it was a uh, recency bias. Uh, probably a good mix of both. But yeah, I just I didn't have that much money. Went with Tony and then upgraded hey, uh, the rest of the wide receivers. I'll never hate on someone's play that works out. Um, I'm just curious because like uh, 
Antonio Brown and Tony were two guys that I saw that were like sporadically owned, and I just couldn't figure out how people got to both of them. Um, <laughs> so you always talk about like the process over results. Well, shit, like with the results I had last week, I'll take results over process any day of the week. But you know, I just I, I try and figure out like how did I miss on those guys? Not that I like faded them both, but like neither of them made my final player pool, and right. uh, but they were you know sporadically owned. Um, like having no exposure to Tampa Bay last week could have been very, very dangerous if like Devontae Adams didn't go off because, mm-hmm. but again, Tom Brady wasn't super highly owned. Um, Mike Evans wasn't super highly owned. Antonio Brown's the only guy I saw who was kind of like mixed in there in some of the cash games. I had a question real quick. I was looking at a big tournament. The top score had like the entire Bucks team. Mm-hmm. Is that how you do it? You just have a stack a team and hope that team just goes nuts because he had Brady, Godwin, Evans, A.B., Maybe Fournette, like he just put everyone on that team. Is that? I yeah, guess that's I the forget, best way to win. I forget the the um the numbers. Either four or five. Like they max out the number of players from a certain team you can play um, on these sites. I can't remember because I never get close to that in cash games. So um, it's like four or five, I think. And uh, yes, and then like there's the other theory of like running it back. So it's like okay, if I if I'm of the mindset that Tampa Bay is going to go off and I'm playing their passing game by doing so. In theory, that means the Dolphins will be playing catch up and thus passing the ball a lot themselves. So, if you think about that, like you could have easily done that with like a um, Packers Bengals last week and looked really good. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams throwing some AJ Dillon and run it back with Jamar Chase as like, you know, assuming that if the Packers are really running out in front, the, the, the Bengals are going to have to like, keep up. So, you see a lot of that like stack stacking where you stack a game and not just uh, the plays. Because, again, if you think about the game flow, if all of my guys hit, that means that either, especially on the passing attack, one of two things is happening. The other team is either keeping up with the passing attack or they're playing from behind and throwing the ball a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd have to look at the, the winnings, the winning lineup. My guess is uh, they had some bangles. I wouldn't be surprised if they ran it back and <clears> a couple of dolphins in there. This uh the one the one the only one I lost, the guy had Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, and Mike Williams. It was like Ooh. yeah. I was like, damn. And he's stack. It's usually seems counterproductive to stack, to make a stack with a running back wide receiver and quarterback, but because Eckler is so involved in the passing game, it paid off. Yeah. I mean, that's a tournament lineup. It's not a cash game lineup because there's so much variance that can happen there. So as dumb as this might sound, is that guy beating you? That's a guy I would actually keep on my radar. Um, That was a tournament as well. Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Then that makes sense then. Um, But yeah. Because you're basically at that point, you're assuming you're going to get if you favor Williams over Keenan Allen, which has been a good play so far this year. You're assuming you're getting a t- a piece of every single point the Chargers are going to score there. Right. All right, Josh, let's do it. Let's get into this week. Oh, we're in this week finally. Let's go. Okay, so we all have. Well, me and Davey have a FanDuel lineup. Dave, I had you fill out a DraftKings lineup. Are you able to access that even though you're on your phone? Uh, no. I remember well, some of it, so you're gonna have to go back and tell me. No, no you sent it to me. Uh, you sent it to us via group chat, so I could pull that up when we get the DraftKings. But let's talk about FanDuel first. That's my favorite to do. Uh, do you want me to kick it off? Because hey, last week I bombed on DraftKings. I filled it out within like 30 seconds, and guess what? It was not a Tony Tony Pollard week. Like it wasn't. <laughs> I, 
I told everyone that was going to listen. It wasn't a bad Tony Pollard week, though. He scored like 13. But it wasn't the Tony Pollard week. That's no, where I, I joked. I, I like, sent that note in the chat. I was like, narrator from above. Yeah. It, in fact, yeah. was not the like, Tony I, Pollard week. It's funny because you said that. That's usually what I do when Josh makes some dumbass statement, and I'll, I'll call him out on it. So I love seeing you do that. I was like, good, I didn't have to do it. Narrator like, says. I don't know if you've noticed yet, Finn. You've only known me for about like seven or eight weeks now. When I make a proclamation, I stick with it for the entire week, and then I move on for, to my next one. And I haven't really found out what this next one is. I don't have a proclamation for this week, but it's coming. It might come during the show. I don't know yet. But, but Finn, uh, the thing is, after 187 proclamations, when he finally hits one, <laughs> he will never let you hear it. All of a sudden, he, he said it first. He's the genius, and it's over. Yep. So we, Listen, even though he got he got the other hundred wrong, but he got that yeah. one right. That's all right. Quick, quick recap: this I was on day, Eckler first. I was on John Allen first. I was on all these guys first, and they all follow the bandwagon. But you know, I get my I get some wrong. It's just you got to make proclamations for him to hit. If you don't make proclamations, they don't hit. Um, so let's make let's start off with my FanDuel lineup. I feel pretty good about this one. I can't wait for you to tear it apart. I think on FanDuel, though, you do agree with me a lot. And um, I do this with like very little research and just me sitting there following my heart, and it usually turns out pretty good. Um, at quarterback, I went Justin Herbert at eight thousand dollars versus Baltimore. I figure if Carson Wentz can throw four hundred yards against this defense, why can't the best quarterback right now in the league do it again? Uh, with Big Mike Willie and Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, even Jalen Guyton out there producing. Like Carson Wentz had Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal and Mo Ali Cox, and he still produced a pretty big day against Baltimore. So I think $8,000 for Justin Herbert, a top, you know, three quarterback, that's well worth the price. If you want to time, you know, 2X, that's only 16 points. He can crush that with easily 35. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that. Um, He's he was like maybe in my top five, but uh, I have a couple others I would uh, probably rather play that are slightly more expensive, slightly cheaper. But Davey, you're you're up too. I don't want to just completely tear down the quarterback yeah. here. I actually ended up going with Herbert as well. Uh, maybe it was because of that guy that absolutely stopped me last week, the Herbert Eckler stack. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a Herbert in mind as well. Yeah, so um, I'm actually on the other side of that game. I got Lamar Jackson. I mean, like. Yeah. 200 more dollars like yeah. uh, you know what he brings in in, in the feet um because that running game there is just so atrocious and like i mean the, the passing stats he put up last week were bonkers um mm-hmm. so yeah i got jackson the other guy um who i'm actually probably who's in my lineup as of right now is actually taylor heineke um okay. 7300 uh you know going against kansas city um I saw someone describe him today as basically a more mobile Ryan Fitzpatrick and that he's just a gunslinger <laughs> who's like more mobile. He really it actually is. makes a lot of sense. It's, it's very true. And like Kansas City's their defense has just looked freaking terrible. I mean, just really, really bad. So I like the Herbert, um, but I think for like Jackson $200 more or if I can save 700 bucks and get Heineke, um, you know, that's probably where I'm at. But again, it, it's kind of no man's land. Like if Heineke was like, 6,500. That'd be like the auto smash no brainer of the week. Uh, he's not. Um, so yeah, I mean, right now I got Heineken there, but I, I, I don't hate the Herbert call at all. Uh, I really don't like, I think that's a good call. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, let's I like, pivot. I like the Heineken call. I, yeah. I totally agree. The dude's got a massive set of balls. He doesn't risk, he's risk, it doesn't matter to him. He, he'll throw it up no matter what. And I, I dig that. It's gonna win you some games, gonna lose you some games for, for Washington, but as a, a fantasy guy, you love to see it. 
Yeah. And he's got the rushing upside. Like, you know, I, I mean, all all three of you guys we just talked about have some sort of rushing upside. So we talk about that a lot with the four-point passing touchdowns. You need that rushing upside. I feel like uh, with Justin Herbert, going back to him, is I, I hear this and I tell people, don't draft Josh Allen. I'll draft, you know, in, in redraft. Find the next one. And the next one will be Justin Herbert. He will be in the top three uh, ADP draft of quarterbacks. Like he'll be in that tier. Dave, are you eating? Mm-hmm. Dave's chilling, bro. Look at Dave. He's yeah, I'm just listening to y'all's FanDuel. So yeah, We're not on DraftKings yet, so he's chilling. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna mute Dave while he eats Gosh. a snack. FanDuel running backs. You going chalk, right? We got we both Hold got Daryl Williams in this bitch. I got Daryl Williams. Yeah, two hundred against Washington. I got yeah. DeAndre Swift, seventy one hundred against Cincinnati. I feel like they'll be down. I feel like they need to pass the ball. I feel like he'll be involved. I don't. I'm not really in loving DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. I just put him in there because he was $7,100 and he was like the last guy I filled in. Um, honestly, I have no analysis for that. But Daryl Williams was a must start for me at 5,200. Yeah, absolutely for me too. Yeah, no, Daryl Williams was in there for me too. That was an easy one. Um, currently, I actually have Jonathan Taylor as my second running back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think you know. Going against Houston, uh, seventy five hundred. Like, I mean, he looked pretty freaking good last week. <laughs> like, uh, he looked very good last week. And uh, leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One night, one goal. Stop suicide. On June 3rd, Washington, D.C. will host the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention's Out of the Darkness Overnight Walk. For the last 20 years, people have described the overnight as one of the most powerful experiences of their lives. Now is the perfect time for you to join us as people from all over the country come together to send a message of love and hope. Walk over 16 miles from dusk till dawn to raise funds and awareness for suicide prevention. See the landmarks of Washington, D.C. by moonlight. Form lasting friendships, experience healing, and bring hope to those affected by suicide. Join us. Be a part of something extraordinary. June 3rd in Washington, D.C. Register today at theovernight.org or call 888-THE-OVERNIGHT. That's theovernight.org or 888-843-6837. Yeah, I just, um, they're getting him involved in the passing game and like they're putting him in position to succeed in the passing game. Um, so, for right there, yeah, I mean, Antonio Gibson is another guy I really, really like. Sixty-seven hundred. If I want to, uh, maybe save a little, save a little money there. Um, Eckler, he I mean Eckler is priced way up on Fanduel. Uh, you know, eighty-four hundred. If I have the extra coin, um, I just don't think. He, I mean, Eckler's just playing. I mean, he basically is like Christian McCaffrey right now. Um, between all the rushing attempts, the passing, and like, you know, people hating life owning Eckler last week, and also in the fourth quarter, what he scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And like everyone's loving life, but there's only a handful of guys in the NFL that are actually capable of doing that. Like people talk about that as like a negative, like, oh, he needed those three touchdowns late. Show me how many other guys in the NFL could like literally be in a situation and have the skill to score three touchdowns in a quarter. Like no, there's yep. not many. 
there's not yep. many. I'm just waiting for that hamstring to blow out. Or I mean, I don't want to. I'm an Eckler guy. I was on. I, I love Eckler. Um, I just want to add before, before Davey gets on to his running back. I do want to add. I have Jonathan Taylor in my flex, so he could or seventy five hundred. Yeah, so, I like I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, right now I actually have a wide receiver in my flex, which is, uh, you know, to, for those who have followed us here, is usually a no-no for me on FanDuel. But there's just like, there's there's some there's some good opportunity. But yeah, I mean, if we're gonna like just touch on like two other guys that I really like, um, it's gonna be Daryl Henderson, seventy-three hundred against the Giants, getting that workload um, again. If I need to save a little bit of money, um, and the other guy was Joe Mixon because it looks like uh, Smaje is gonna miss this week. Um, he's been getting force fed the ball, uh, prior to that angle injury last week and he's going against the Detroit Lions. So all of those things I like. So, and Mixon's only 7,000. I mean, that's pretty cheap for a guy who was the second in the NFL and carries prior to getting hurt. So we want, you know, the only predictable stat is the workload. And we know if he's healthy, especially if uh, P Ryan is out, he's going to get the workload. So, you know, those are probably my top five running backs. All right, David, give me your other running backs you have in your lineup. Yep, I went with Eckler and Daryl Williams. So, yep, right there, right there with you. We're Boom. all on the same page eventually. I was see, I had Swift in, and I still do. But I, I was toying around with, you know, Antonio Gibson because, gosh, you know, Kansas City gives up so much yards on the ground, and especially yards per attempt is so like they're, they're higher than anyone else in the NFL. But I just, I just feel like Swift is going to get involved so much more this week. I just, I just have a feeling, a no analysis, a straight up gut. That's all it is. Dude, Swift like has it. been awesome this year. Is this a proclamation? Is this a proclamation that we? Oh, all is it, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's say, a DeAndre Swift week. short DeAndre like, Swift. Everyone <laughs> listening, saying if it's a DeAndre Swift week, I mean, he's a beast. Like saying Jamal Williams, that's a promo- proclamation. I, I don't. This isn't it yet. All right, guys. Let's <laughs> let's move on to wide receivers. I went big money here. I went Devonte Adams at eighty five hundred against the Bears. It seems like Rodgers kills the Bears every year, no matter what. Like he just destroys like five touchdowns against the Bears every single time. So Devontae Adams is clearly going to get the majority of that. And I went DJ Moore 7,600 against Minnesota. We know Minnesota secondary isn't that great. We know that they give up a ton of passing yards, even though Dave told me that they've gotten better. I uh, just $7,600 for DJ Moore. He had a, he had an off week last week, but I think to get back on track. Dave, anything to add about three? that? Was that two or three? Sorry, I thought. Oh, I heard oh, oh my, th- my, my third one. My third one. Hold yeah. on. Uh, I went with you guys, Kadarius Tony, six thousand dollars. Yeah. I went Kadarius Tony. I didn't hear the news that <laughs> Shepard will play, and Davey told me that you know Slayton might play. So if they do play, if those guys do play, I may pivot. But God, six thousand dollars, pretty cheap for a pretty electric player. So the only thing that scares me about Tony, if those guys do play, is how are they going to use him? Because they pretty much exclusively use Shepard in the slot, and now they have an opening with Galladay on the outside. Tony actually was like getting work, you know, on in the outside in camp. In addition to like being the gadget play, um, you know, I just I prefer to take the slot there. Um, so if if we're going to say Shepard's bunk bouncing outside and Tony's going to be the slot, Tony all day because Shepard just sucks on the outside. I mean that sucks, but like it is statistically he drops significantly once he goes outside and bumps out of the slot. So um, if those guys play, I might punt this week and make Tony more of a, um, more of a uh, tournament play just because I want to see how, how that usage is. Cause if Tony's forced outside and they're just going to put Ramsey on him, like goodbye, Tony. Oh, God, nice, yeah. nice knowing you. Like, there is one, there's, there's bad. one guy um, before we get the Davies guys real quick, but cause uh, Tony, I, I was juggling back and forth between Tony and Michael Pittman. 
only because Pittman's two $200 cheaper. He's playing Houston, and he is the number one I there. He's, I, I love Pittman as well. I love yeah. Pittman. Um, Pittman's so, in my lineup. So. so Pittman, like Pittman, was my other guy besides Tony. It was like, who do I want to start? Do I want to save the two hundred bucks? Because if I do, if I go to Pittman, I'll have three hundred extra dollars, and maybe I can move around something else. I might like maybe I'll mm-hmm. go to Henderson instead of Swift. You know, so it sounds right, that's crazy, how, but that three hundred bucks like will end up mattering. Exactly, it, it so, always does. You know, and that's why we talk about from Wednesday to Sunday. What do we do if if Shepard's in? And it's like, you yeah, know, that could yeah, change I'll a lot. Tony if they're all exactly. give me Tony, but even then, they might just put Ramsey on Tony and just say, try and beat me elsewhere. Yeah, who else exactly. are we gonna have to, like so I, I think that's kind of what scares me there is the unknown of the usage and then the unknown of if uh if we do guarantee the usage but then also they're like all right well Ramsey's gonna take this dude out and make every yeah. other scrub giant wide receiver who's like fifth string in any other team yeah. try and beat it. CJ board <laughs> is gonna go off for like seven for one 150. uh no it, oh. and it, even right now we don't even know the Daniel Jones status, uh, like you said, are we going to trust Mike Glennon throwing the ball to Kadarius Tony if they line him up, especially if they line him up outside? Like that sounds like double bad news. Um, so yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on with Tony. I also have Tony uh, in my lineup again this week. Uh, but you know, homerism, recency bias, whatever. I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping an eye. I'm keeping an eye on everything. Uh, you guys brought up Michael Pittman. He's also in my lineup. The dude is going to get six catches for 60 yards. That's what he does. Every single game, he gets six for 60. Like, it's it's a layup. Uh, only 5,800 bucks. Like, I was scrolling down. I was like, Are, is this right? Should he be all the way down here? Had to go with him. Um, and then my third one is kind of a reach. I went with Keenan Allen to stack with my Justin Herbert in the hopes that he was going to have one of these big Mike Williams-style weeks. I'm waiting on the touchdowns. Uh, I couldn't afford couldn't, – couldn't end up affording Mike Williams. Stepped it down to uh, Keenan instead. Yeah, I, um, so Pittman, we all agree on. Devontae yep. Adams I have actually as my flex uh, for the yeah, most few, I, few times I have a wide receiver in my, my flex. flex. as well. Yep, absolutely. But my <laughs> other two are going to be uh, F1 because uh, I want to okay. get that Heineke stack. I mean, I, Heineke just force feeds uh, F1. Yep. Um, so I, I got to believe if Heineke is going to have a good game, it's going to be directly correlated with F1. I'm not in love usually with stacking on, um, you know, a cash game, but like, their correlations are so high that I have no problem doing that stack. Um, and then Cooper Cup against the Giants. I mean, like, if who Bradbury covers him, he's hasn't scared anybody this year. Uh, Adore nice. Jackson. I mean, I, I love him. I'm a USC guy. I'm a Giants guy. But like a strong gust of wind can like blow out his hamstring. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna keep going back to the Cup well because like while his stats haven't been as bananas as they were the first couple of weeks, like, the usage is still there. He still got ten targets last week, even when uh, Robert Woods went bonkers. So, yeah, I was, um, yeah, I, I, I actually yeah, one of the few times I'm going to flex wide receiver, but like Devontae Adams is basically in like that zone where uh, McCaffrey was two years ago and Gurley was three years ago. I don't care how much he costs; you just got to yep. play him because he could cost eleven grand and he's still going to produce. Um, so right now I'm willing to be proven wrong on uh, on Devontae Adams. So and it seems like everyone else is in the same boat too because every single one of my matchups last week I I played Devonta Adams and went against Devonta Adams. So he's you're right he's he's that like keep going back to the well if if, if you know if you're getting water might as well keep going to the well and he's definitely been paying off. So it's interesting like on the on the fantasy labs I told you guys like my favorite tool they have a correlation. Uh, calculator and it talks about like the correlation between like points scored per player so i went back to taylor heineke he's got a positive 0.56 correlation with terry uh, mclaurin so basically like they do but 
it's not even the best on the team. Actually, Logan Thomas. So basically, when wow. Taylor Heineke does the best, that means Logan Thomas does the best. Really interesting. A negative 0.56 correlation is actually Antonio Gibson. So Ooh. playing uh, Heineke and Gibson together uh, historically has not been a winning uh, formula for. for is that a uh, is that a lifetime option or is it just this season, Mike? Uh, it looks like just a season because it this has the counts of uh, five games. So yeah, yeah, I would just be I would just be curious, like yeah. Knowing that the Logan Thomas connection with uh, Heineke last year was pretty strong, I was only, and that's only that's only on three games because they've only yeah. overlapped on three games this year, so it's obviously a smaller sample size. Absolutely, that's believe awesome. it or not, uh, he's got a positive 0.57 with JD McKissick. So, um, wow. yeah. So I would I uh, went ahead and took out Tony and did the Pittman play. You guys convinced me. Like I was on the I was on the fence, and you guys just pushed me over. And I was able to switch DJ Moore to Big Mike Williams to pair with Herbert, which Ooh. again stacking whatever it is what it is. I just feel like that upside of Mike Williams against Baltimore. When like I said, like Carson Wentz just did it. So Herbert to Williams, I, I really like that stack. What do you think about that move? I like that move. So I have the correlation calculator up right now, um, and his actually he's highest correlated player. I mean, well Donald Parham, but I don't really count that because he's not in that much. Is actually Austin Eckler followed by Mike Williams. He's only got a 0.38 correlation with Mike Williams, which is a little surprising. Um, but I, he's also got a positive correlation with Keenan Allen, with Eckler, Mike Williams. So like, um, seems like you know he just spreads it around. So that correlation you know doesn't isn't as high. But yeah, no, I like it. I mean, it's a positive correlation. I like that stack. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So we all went over our flexes. At, um, you know, Taylor's and oh. You know what? Let's go to tight ends. I always skip over <laughs> tight ends because I hate tight ends so much. This week I went because I hate it. I hate my pick this week. I'm not gonna lie to you. Dalton Schultz, uh, 6,500 against New England. This was a uh, give me a touchdown, give me five catches, and you know 60 yards kind of play. Uh, as long as he scores a touchdown, he's good. I usually pay up for my tight ends, like as you know. But this week I just wanted the big studs on the the, the other side, so I went Dalton Schultz cheap, 6,500. Nice, nice. I wanted to chase uh, the possible, probable Lamar Jackson big game, so I went with Mark Andrews. I have, I have Mark Andrews as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's even cheaper. He's 6300 If you really want to punt, go to Noah Fant. 5800 bucks. if you need to create some. I forget that Albert O. That's all I print. I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah. When he's out, like I saw a stat today. Like I mean, Noah Fant ran every single tight end route, was heavily targeted um, last week, so – with that, uh, with Albert O out, Noah Fant, especially fifteen hundred bucks. That's uh, I almost think you spend too much on tight end. Honestly, I, I'd feel way better at Andrews or Fant. See, thank you on that because I, I, as much as Andrews is awesome, he could have a big game like he had last week. But the next week, if he doesn't score touchdowns or, or they're ahead, I swear, like they just don't target. It. Maybe they do, and maybe it's just an eye test thing. But it just drives me nuts that everyone thinks Andrews is some beast, and he is. But. Like reality is he's touchdown dependent, and I really don't like that. But last week he wasn't. Last week he fucking went crazy. And they're so playing the Chargers right. in a high-scoring game, so yeah, like I don't think it's right gonna be one of those. You know, yeah, I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, listen, if we're looking at his last three games, seven targets, eight targets, thirteen targets. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, against the Lions, seven targets for five and one hundred nine. Like, wasn't didn't need yeah. a touchdown to pay off there. Um, yeah. So it seems like as you know, we're seeing Lamar grow as a passer. We're also seeing that uh, uptick in Andrews' usage. I mean, again, I, I won't bore everyone with all the correlations again, but my guess is if I looked at Lamar, uh, Hollywood and Mark Andrews are going to have astronomical correlations. You know, with those two. Do you think 
when Rashad Bateman finally makes his debut, he's going to be a factor and take away, you know, Andrews and Hollywood targets. Dave, I know you're shaking your head. No, I mean, I just want to see this kid play and I'm sick of him being on IR. It's, uh, I don't know. You know, so I have, I have a good friend of mine who we were, we were doing a lot of uh, the high stakes season long this year. And he was like standing on the f- table for Marquise Brown. And I'm like, I like the guy. There's other guys I like better. Um, he kept saying like the best friend thing, the best friend, like he and he and Lamar are best friends. Like That's they hang out together. They <laughs> hang out together all the time. And I'm like, I don't really care at all. They all shower together <laughs> every day. So like, you know, who cares? Like we can take a shower. Um, but it's worked out. Like it seemed like Hollywood just needed a little bit more time. And like Lamar's progressed as a passer. Um, you know, Hollywood is exactly a tactician as a wide receiver. Bateman is more of a tactician as a wide receiver um, than I think that Hollywood was. So long-winded answer of saying, I think it's going to, I don't know if it's going to be this year with Bateman. I think he's going to have to get his timing down with Lamar. You know, he's not like a Hollywood where he just like go f- run really far, really yeah. fast and just heave the ball. Bateman's running Chris Sprouts. Like, that's, I mean, I'm not saying he's a Keenan Allen, but it'd be more like throwing Keenan Allen in with Lamar Jackson than it would be throwing a Mike Williams in with Lamar Jackson. Like Mike Williams would succeed a lot easier and quicker than Keenan Allen would. Kind of like how we saw uh, Jerry Judy on his rookie year get off to a slow start because he's a tactician. He's, that's what he does. And, it, and that's why Bridgewater is good for him. Bridgewater's a good timing quarterback. And, like, they yeah. need some time to get after it. But, like, and I'm sure, like, you know, Judy will take some time to kind of reacclimate once he gets back from injury because they had a couple weeks off. But, yeah, it's just different types of wide receivers for different types of quarterbacks. What defense are we firing up this oh, week? We, so we all confirmed our flexes. Jonathan Taylor and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, yeah. covered that. Yep. I just don't want to make. I don't want to miss anything now. Defenses. Oh my gosh, I, I Finn has made me go cheap every week, and I've learned from Finn. Just go cheap. Just go cheap. Defense. Yeah. So I went. <laughs> so I went, un- so I went, unpredictable. Like, I went the worst possible case. Uh, Houston against Indy because, Oof. but I don't like it because I got Jonathan Taylor in the lineup. But I look at the other cheaper matchups: Giants versus the Rams. I don't like that. No. And Washington football team versus Kansas City. No. I can afford the Bears against Packers, but I don't like that. I can afford the Chargers versus Baltimore. I don't like that. So I'm stuck. Like, which one? Carson Wentz is turnover prone. We all know this. Maybe he throws a couple of picks. Maybe he fumbles. Maybe he tries too hard. That's all I'm hoping for is a fumble return for a touchdown. So I got Minnesota uh, against Carolina. I mean, Carolina didn't look great last week uh, on offense. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. we know Minnesota can get after the quarterback. They got two edge rushers that are both pretty good. So we can, you know, maybe hope on a on a sack or two. And, yeah, I mean, there, there were some turnovers last week. I mean, again, that might change if you got Christian McCaffrey in the lineup. But you're not saying, like, Chuba sucks. But Christian McCaffrey is a whole different guy you have to game plan for. Um, but, yeah, if McCaffrey's out, I'm feeling pretty good about Minnesota right now. I mean, Viking Day that actually is spelled correctly this week. Like, uh, <laughs> give me your thoughts on on your Vikings against uh, – again. I mean, do you think the defense can stand a chance there? Yeah, well, especially if CMC's out. The thing is, so – I mean, we were talking – me and Josh were talking about this before the game about – I mean, before the show. And Donald's one of my starts of the week. I didn't talk about him, but spoiler alert. And But then I started looking at the numbers, and they've been really good against the pass. Really, really good against the pass, which is why I don't know for sure if I made the right decision. But um, they're not they, – they can't stop the run, like, at all. Um so I don't know why teams won't just, like, run it every single play. That's what I would do. Uh, but Darnold didn't look great last week. I was surprised. I don't know. I mean, 
they're going to get some sacks. I think Hunter and Griffin are doing really, really well right now. And they might get a tip pass or something. I mean, so, yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. You got opportunistic guys. You got Harrison Smith. You got uh, Kendricks. You know, like opportunistic guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's they're giving up yards, but they're they're getting stops. They're not giving up a ton of points, yeah. and they're getting I don't up care about yards. And sacks. I couldn't so, yeah. care less about exactly. Yards. Um, so, <clears throat> the doing only all defense right. is like a, there's two defenses that are like slam dunks this week, and that's the Rams and the Colts. But like, if you find some extra coin, go for it. Outside of that, yeah, I'm going as cheap as I possibly can while trying to like maintain some semblance of like you know upside there like i don't need my defense to crush it i just needed to not get crushed exactly davy what about you yeah i was just checking hold on i was just checking out these uh vikings passing stats oh um their their pass rush is crazy man i was looking at it today they i think they're what they you would know dave i think they're third in sacks in the league right now i don't know i I hate that team so i'm gonna change my name so i (laughs) i don't know Maybe kick off whatever something soon. You can rechange it. I hate them. Hey. I wish Detroit would have beat them last week. But so the, we're here the, we Vikings ha- the Vikings haven't allowed a receiver to go over 65 yards in the last two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, the last time they let someone go over 100 was DK. DK. In week three. So, yeah, really. The leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Like DeAndre Hopkins. Well, the last two weeks more. they haven't done much because they only get 200 yards passing the golf and 155 to Baker. Now yeah. Baker missed a lot of throws, but and then golf is golf. But they've been yep. better the last two weeks. And even, honestly, the second half of that Seattle game, the second half they shut them out. So, I mean, yep. since that second half, they've been surprisingly pretty good. Well, we yeah, can they- agree that Odell was running wild on the, that Oh, he was. Game. He was wide but, open. Yeah, if they made throws, it'd be a different yeah. story. And, and Detroit's Detroit. Like, Goff, St. Amon Brown, whatever his name is, you know? Amon like, St. Brown, get it right. Whatever. Like, he's my yeah. new People Harry took Kino. him in the second round of drafts over, like, Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore, Kadarius Toney. I know somebody did it. So do you. Because yeah. <laughs> Marco's an idiot. Uh, uh, yeah. Speaking of him. speaking of slam dunk defenses, I did go with the Colts in mind. So. Yeah, no, I, mean, I just look. I pulled the Vikings. You're talking multiple sacks in every game this week, multiple turnovers in several in two of the games, um, a touchdown in one of them. Like, yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm cool on that. Yeah, Thank that's you. a really good price. Yeah. I think I think they cost what four hundred bucks more than what I have for the uh, Texans. Yeah, I want to think. Yeah, so I, I got if I if I cut down on maybe my tight end a little bit more or figure something out, maybe I can get that better. Yeah, you can go down from Schultz down to uh, Noah Fan. I actually like that play better. Yeah, and yep. you know, free up seven hundred bucks. I think. Yep, that'd be perfect. All right, that's our FanDuel lineup. Dave, are you ready for your DraftKings breakdown, buddy? Of course. Duh. Of course I'm <laughs> this ready. is going to be the most fun part of the show. I hope as long as you tell them who he drafted. <laughs> I know most of them. I have the list. Them. I have it on my phone 
as we speak. So, Dave, if you need me to give out your roster, I can. Well, I know I had Stafford. I like Stafford against the Giants. Giants, right? I think he's playing Giants. Giants, sixty-seven hundred dollars. So, yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good price. I mean, I almost went for one of the, almost like the guys like Lamar and Herbert. I looked at him, but then I I saw Stafford and I like that price. So I don't know what you think about that. Uh, I don't hate it. I you know Heineke is probably my number one quarterback on um on DraftKings at fifteen hundred. That's just so cheap for a quarterback. Um. I'm currently playing Lamar Jackson on DraftKings and Heineke on FanDuel um, to get exposure to both of them. Um, yeah, Stafford's in no man's land. Like, I'd rather just pay up for Lamar, pay the extra 700 bucks for Lamar, or save the extra 900 bucks for Heineke. Because, um, like, I, the Giants' defense, like, hasn't been terrible. They've gotten turnovers. Um, you know, at least like, – I think last week, you know, you lose – your left tackle doesn't even play. Then you lose your running back. You lose your quarterback. You lose your wide receiver. Like the wheels just kind of fell off on the Giants last week. And uh, you know, I think the defense just kind of like it's in there. They played well last last year. They were an opportunistic defense last year, and just not doing that this year. Like, and they're they're more talented. So that's not to say Stafford won't light them up, but like Stafford threw for three sixty five last week and didn't really have a great fantasy stat line. He threw for one touchdown. So, um, you know, that's I think Stafford could like be a much better real life quarterback in a lot of weeks and a fantasy quarterback because he doesn't run the ball ever. So yeah, for me, I'm, I'm unless we get some kind of crazy news, I'm, I'm picking between Lamar and Taylor on both sides. So you want right. that rushing upside on DFS, which we've talked about. And that's why, we, you know, Herbert has that a little bit, but Stafford, not at all. And um, Davey told me this too, because when my Pollard week proclamation happened, he's like, no dude, Zeke's going to run up the middle because they don't have, like Blake Martinez was out, I think he told me. He's like, That's dude, Zeke's just gonna run the up the middle. Best way to beat the Giants him. is to run up the middle. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, and Dexter Lawrence isn't doing anything, uh, stopping the run. Like Leonard Williams is like, Leonard Williams is an opportunistic D lineman. Like he's trying to chase big plays. He's not trying to like you know, yeah. rush gaps and get in the backfield. And you know, he's just, All right. yeah. I feel like Dave's gonna redeem himself at running back. Dave, do you know? Do you remember your running backs? I think one was Daryl Williams, forty nine hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. way too cheap. Um, and honestly, I forget the other two. You got oh Eckler, Eckler, seventy nine hundred yeah. for Eckler, dude. I saw that price, and I'm like, I don't know that prices are different, so maybe I'm just thinking wrong. That seems way too low because he's been amazing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm just pulling up real quick. Like, this is the most expensive he's been. He's been seventy six hundred. Like, just for reference, him at seventy nine hundred. Like, they have CMC price at eighty eight hundred. So, you know, obviously, if CMC plays, so. Yes, would I'd rather play Eckler at 700 over CMC at 8,800? Uh, yes, 10 times out of 10. Um, for me, it's an all Daryl week at uh, running back. I got Daryl Williams and Daryl Henderson. We just talked about Daryl Henderson, like, running up the middle against the Giants. I love Daryl Henderson. 6,000. I mean, like, <clears throat> I'm kind of looking at my lineup. I'm like, where the heck did I spend money? Because, like, you know, I guess Lamar 7,400, but I get pretty cheap at running back. And, like, I didn't go nuts, but again, like wide receiver, I got the two big guys in there again. So um, that's kind of where a lot of my allocation went. But yeah, it's a Daryl week for me at running back so far. Uh, all right. Do you want to go, go on to receivers, all three for Dave? Dave, do you remember all three of your receivers? Uh, one is Marquise Brown, and I love him, and he's way cheap. And we were just talking about how he's a top five guy right now. Like he's scoring every single week, and I don't know why he's so cheap. He's not priced right, in my opinion. Casey so Hayward, think, like Hayward's actually been shutting people down this week. He's had a, he had a season. He's had a very good season. 
okay, I mean, I guess, but still, he's like, he's going nuts. Like, I don't know. Um, I, forget, uh, I can't remember who the other two guys. Jamar Chase, sixty-seven hundred, yes. and Michael Pittman, fifty-five hundred. Pittman, that's right. I knew that. Yeah, I mean, like Marquise Brown, according to like opponent plus minus, has actually is like the worst matchup of the week. Um, Jesus, okay. minus, minus three point seven. Um, so when they when you do that, you basically say he's like going to score three point seven points under what he would do against a a, a normal like gotcha. average corner. So single worst <laughs> matchup of the week. Um, Damn. So yeah, I mean, I, I, that's why I think you know for me, I'd rather get the exposure via Mark Andrews. Um, so. My wide receivers, I got Cooper Cup, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, because he's 4,200. I mean, like, yeah, that's free. just – I mean, that's literally – yeah, it's free. It's a free square. And I got T. Higgins. Like, even T. Higgins in, like, a game where he wasn't really targeted last week, still scored 10 points. Um, he's only 5,300. And then if T. Higgins – again, we talked about this the very first week. T. Higgins catches, like, one bomb, which is well within the realm of possibility. He pays off in one play. And then anything else you get is gravy. Um, I have a question. Yeah. So, fan – DraftKings, they do the bonuses for touchdown length, correct? Like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, maybe 40 yard touchdown. And I know they do like if you 100 yard, uh, 100 yard receptions, you get a uh, bonus as well. So, why wouldn't you want Jamar Chase, who leads the league in yards per catch, which I, I love Jamar Chase, Dave? That, that's a good play. Why wouldn't you want the guy who's guaranteed to probably have the biggest playmaker in the NFL with the, you know, like I, I Higgins doesn't seem like that big playmaker this year, and it's all Jamar Chase. Yeah, it has been chased a lot. So actually, I'm, I'm looking. Price. I don't think there are no because um, you know, there's no uh, extra points on DraftKings for long touchdowns because okay. like CD Lamb had a bomb of a touchdown last week and he doesn't have any extra points in there. Um, it's only for 100 yards. Okay, I mainly play on Fanduel. That's why I was asking. Um, yeah, Jamar Chase to me, I think is a better. But but what? How cheap is Higgins? Uh, Higgins is 5300, so 1400, pretty pretty yeah, 14. decent. Um, Bumped down. For me, I'm playing Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. Again, like I'm just going back to the well. Give me the two best wide receivers with the most predicted volume in the NFL. Um, yeah. Um uh I don't I, I'm not saying I hate the Jamar Chase play, like by any means. Um, but yeah, it's just gonna be hard to like squeeze all in. Like if I were to go down from Jackson to Heineke on uh DraftKings. That frees up another sixteen hundred. That could get me up to Jamar Chase, I believe. Um, yeah, I mean that could get me up. So yeah, if I go from Lamar Jackson to Heineke, then I'm rolling Jamar Chase, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adams. Maybe I probably do like that better, actually. Um, I like that. Yeah. Um, see, here we go. People helping people again. Um, so yeah, I mean, because I, I do like Heineke a lot this week. So I was just thinking, like. Uh, the only thing that scares me is having zero pieces of the uh, of the um, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore passing game because um, I know I don't want it through Marquise Brown. Um, you didn't. You didn't put Andrews in your lineup. No, I got Ricky Seals uh, Jones again as my tight end. Three thousand dollars. <laughs> like he's just yeah. so Love cheap. Love that. Yeah, I can't understand how a guy scores ten points last week and like you know goes four x his price, and then they give him a five hundred dollar price bump. Um, just- it's funny because when we were watching it, Davey wasn't on the show last week, and I don't think he listened before the games. And I'm like, dude, Ricky Seals Jones. He's like, what? I'm like, Finn told us a smash. <laughs> he was getting targeted early and often. I'm like, dude, that's our guy. <laughs> we're playing him. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was a uh, pretty easy, um, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty easy smash there. Um, 
Yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough one because um, I do want a piece of the Baltimore. So now that I'm thinking all, through all this, I might have to do a little more tinkering because I do I do I probably want to try and get for as much as I like Ricky Seals Jones, um, I probably do want to get a piece of Baltimore uh, offenses somehow. It's going to be a high scoring game. That's going to be a good game, actually. I I want to watch that one. Dave, you're going to hate Dave's tight end because it's my tight end. It's Schultz, Schultz. yeah, but he's been good. He's been so good, like. I don't know. I think he's been awesome. Well, now speaking to Finn and actually actually thinking about the process. So, what'd you say Ricky Seals Jones was three thousand? Three thousand. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I could make so, room for something else here. So, well, yeah, well, the, he can, you can make room, and they might have the same production. They might have the same exact production with what? Uh, Seventeen. Nineteen hundred dollars a difference. That's a big difference, right there. Yeah. So, you know, that's why we have Finn on the show because now I'm learning. Like, oh wow, like. Schultz is awesome. You know Schultz because he's a cowboy, but Ricky Seals-Jones has the same production. You just don't know him because he's on the football team. Yeah. I, uh, it's tough. As you guys are talking, I'm trying to mess around and get Mark Andrews in my lineup, and I actually hate all <laughs> of the lineups. So um, it might just be a full fate of the Ravens passing game in uh, in DraftKings, or I'm going to have to just go with T. Higgins and get Lamar Jackson and get all of the Baltimore passing game through the quarterback. So – that's me something like as the week goes on, I'm really gonna have to like sit down and study more because I I will feel there are very few times where I go into a DFS week where I'm like really nervous about some kind of outcome. Um, it's usually if I'm like fading Christian McCaffrey uh, or something like that because he's just so expensive and there's other options. But yeah, I'd, I'd feel pretty bad by not having any exposure to that uh, Baltimore passing game. And at flex, Dave, do you remember who you had at flex? No, I don't. He's a super cheap New York Giants running back to Vontae Booker. Oh, yeah, Booker. I had Booker. Yeah, $5,400. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good price, honestly, for a running back. It's going to get all the work. So that's why I went with him. You know, I don't hate that. I just – I think um, – yeah, I I, uh, <laughs> I, I – I'd rather go wide receiver at flex, um, especially if it's a cup or Adams. Like, I like Booker, but I kind of agree with Davey. That, like, I like him more in season long than I would in a DFS because, like, there's other cheap options, um, you know, with Daryl Henderson and uh, Daryl um, Williams. Williams. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I feel that's like kind of like necessary. Um, Dave's like seeing that Wayne Gallman last year. He had like six touchdowns, six games in a row. He's like, if dude, Gallman was it, clutch, man. Gallman awesome. can do it. Booker can do it. At least Booker like <clears throat> catches too. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I feel, I feel where your hopes are. Yeah. Is what it is. I feel I like you're defense. trying to. F- I feel like you're trying what? to find too many bargains when you only need to find like one bargain. The thing know, is, I I was putting in my lineup and I had a couple more studs in there, and then my money dried up fast. And I was like, "Where did it all go?" I had Kelsey. Did I have Kelsey? I had somebody high. I had to take him out and change it to Schultz. And then I I had I think I had a higher priced quarterback, and that's why I dropped to Stafford because all my money was gone. And I was like, "But where?" Because Eckler's like the only like big guy I spent. So I don't know what happened. I don't know. I, I don't like DraftKings. Yeah, welcome, welcome to DFS where you're like, all I need is that $100. And yeah. Like, yeah. You got to change your entire lineup to get $100 in. Yeah. It, you're like, wow, like, $50,000 is $100. It was, um, it was like when my mom gave me a $10 allowance as a kid and took me to the sports card <laughs> shop. And I came out with one pa- two packs of cards. And I'm like, damn, this is all that got me? Like, shit. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Yeah. So I'll have to redo the lineup. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well. and so on defense, I got Baltimore in there right now. Also, don't I had the Lions. 
They were super throw- cheap, and they were, and they were going against Cincinnati. Burrow's been throwing picks, so uh, we'll see. And they were cheap. That's all I had money for. Yeah, I mean, because I look at like even like Baltimore against Kansas City, they still had two turnovers. Um, you, like, I just think the Baltimore defense is just so aggressive. Um, it could give the Chargers some issues, right? Like, you know, it's uh, if you're just full on aggression, sometimes that can mess with quarterbacks. They try to be like trying to do them so much, and I feel like if you're a guy like Herbert who has all the physical tools to do whatever he wants to do, you can try and do too much and then screw yourself up even more. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, again, but that's because they're twenty three hundred bucks. It's not like I, I, I don't love them in a vacuum, um, but I love them at twenty three hundred dollars. So I can fit in all these other studs. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's uh, everything for the lineups, man. I think we all crushed it, Dave. You did a good job. Thanks for making a lineup. It was it was awesome. Right? Yeah, it was awesome. Lineup. Yeah, like we, just, we just basically completely had two different lines but yeah it was great dude i love it <laughs> you know i've noticed um and i'm not trashing dave or anyone on the show i swear finn me and you and dave we all all of us usually line up correctly and it's funny to see how we're growing as a podcast like oh yeah like now i know to do this because of this and i'm adapting and davey's like i'm so jealous davey hit on everything last week i didn't i stuck with my guns i stuck with my core guys and I, it failed I failed last week. You listen to the wrong core four, bro. Just text nope. me. I'll give you my, I send you my off, line. Off, just send me your line about 1245 again. <laughs> Hold on. I do want to say is I put out my guys on Wednesday, and then his core four doesn't come out till Thursday. So he must listen to me because we probably me and him, me and him line up almost. I usually get Dude, I forgot about that. You were texting us, be like, yes, who else he had? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, had the whole thing. Like, he had my whole like, guys. Yeah, like that guy sucks. That guy sucks. Thanks, that guy. thanks for that Tony Pollard pick, bro. Hey man, it's a Pollard week. It was a Pollard week last week. I can't wait to find out who my proclamation this week. Hey, we gotta get out of here. It's been over nine. It's been over seventy minutes. We gotta go. Yeah, it's a late Uh, night. Yeah, good. So I hope you enjoy the show. Our starts and sits of the week. Our DFS lineup. Make sure you follow us, and because lineups will change, right? Lineups will change, and we'll. I gotta, I gotta set an alarm and pay attention this week because, like, I'm whenever that noon hits, I'm cycling through my, you know, eight different actual like season longs that i it escapes my mind the that i could you know toss in a cheap madison or a cheap backup running back like that 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 could really free up money somewhere else and yeah i gotta remember to do that because it almost it almost bit me last week people all these people playing madison against me and it doesn't help when london games are on because you're watching the game uh, and you're not oh that's right there's another the one time. Yeah, yeah there's one this week it's miami and jacksonville so when you're watching the game all of a sudden you're like oh crap who are who's inactive and by the time the game's over Started kickoff. That happened to me with Dalvin. I, I bench cook and I have Madison in my redraft, but I just forgot to put him in for some stupid reason. I'm like, oh, I'll take I'll take Cook out and put someone else in. But I'm like, wait, I have Madison. I never checked. I only know about all these backup running backs because this guillotine league. My, every running back I own is a backup, <laughs> is a handcuff running back. And every yeah, yeah you got Daryl Williams. You got a steal. I got Daryl Williams, Shuba. I got uh Madison. I'm like, oh my God. I have like the shittiest running backs in the league, and yet they all put up points because someone gets hurt. It's great. Yeah, it's lucky, awesome. lucky you. All right, we get it. Right, Josh is losing this week, so he's got yeah, nobody to start. I, I only have like six starters. So if you want Jerry Judy and you're a good team, come at me. What did I tell you? I told I tell you about the uh, receivers last night. <laughs> last night I said three hundred dollars. That's what they were going for, and that's what they like, went for. Jenna's like yeah. the Kramer of our freaking <laughs> podcast, she, bro. She watched them once <laughs> tonight, man. <laughs> She's just like, hey. I it's love like, like the, the excited, like the astonished yeah, look. Yeah, like, she's hey, like, oh, whoa, what's going on? Who me? Oh, hi. Who's <laughs> that? 
Well, I guess that's our cue to get off here. So yeah. watch out for us next week. We'll be back on Thursday and Friday for our weekly previews. Um, until then, see you guys later. Later, boys. See you guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.